hi this is denise from analyze with denise welcome back and if you're new here welcome i'm here thinking and it's like how in love do you have to be with someone or basically how i don't know how because these days we kind of mess around with the obsession check quite different from infatuation attraction and love like so i'm just going to call all all of it love so how in love do you have to be with someone to shut the entire world out and then you focus on them and how does that whole thing come about because i watch so many movies and whenever someone is in love they when they're with the person they're in love with everything just like the world becomes bearable because there's a lot of noise in the world but when you're with that person everything is just calm it's just calm and like you could see that person once and then they it sets you for like a month or something because it's just so happy and grateful like love makes people grateful like you're just so grateful that the person is there you don't need anything from them you just want to see them be around them know they're okay like that's enough for you like how in love do you have to be for that to happen very very interesting things the whole concept of love so amazing (laughs) so so amazing then that break that comes with it all of that but you can never be you've never been in love if you've never cried (laughs) or if you've never been in a situation you kind of have to fight for everything and you see in such cases like you're fighting for your life because literally your life is with someone else like you're Oh, love is such a scary thing. Like, it's so, so scary. Imagine giving your entire heart to someone. You just give it away there. And you don't even give it away intentionally. You just find that it's gone. You wake up one day and you realize, oh my God. (laughs) This happened and I cannot believe I almost lost her or something. Wow be oh, wow to be in love wow this is like such a beautiful feeling such an experience so rare honestly so rare but so amazing that's why we keep trying we keep trying and we keep failing because we know it's worth it all the trials and and <laughs> everything is worth it as long as you get to that one person. So it's like, how will you know? How will that happen? You know, sometimes you can live and there will ever experience it. Oh my God. Wow. I really need to say, uh, you can die without ever experiencing that. Wow. That, 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 that's just a sad existence. But how can you know how, how, just 
the hither and you someone's prayer. <laughs> ah, it's so it's so lovely this whole love thing and the most the most heartbreaking experience for me was through a dream i was dreaming and my heart got broken in a dream and i woke up crying in the dream i was crying at the end of like when the dream was ending i was crying and as i was dreaming about it in my life i was also crying so for me that has been the most heartbreaking thing ever i don't know if anything will ever top that <laughs> this is it it's with myself so i don't know if anything will ever be more painful than that because honestly that was the most painful thing i've ever had to endure and it was in a dream so maybe yeah You know, that's what I wanted to see. I'd kind of be about. I really need to sleep. I was supposed to be in a lesson from like six to nine. But when she started teaching, and then I saw some stuff, she, was, she began saying that she don't need the formula this thing and i don't want to be that student <laughs> but she began to say that she, she you don't need the formula for these things of which those things have formulas the things for variances and there are many formulas then she defended herself by saying that she'll get confused but there's a reason why there is that formula because you really need the guidance of you really need the guidance from the formula so now she gives us a number to do and and I fail it, like flat. <laughs> I just thought fail it. It's like I was going nowhere. It's like, oh, oh my God. And it honestly took me back to May where I was struggling to understand the, the, the simpler version of the paper that I'm currently doing. And oh my God, I barely survived last time. I don't know how I'm going to do this time. Of which I like the paper. I like the subject. I like the teacher. But I don't think that helps you a lot if you're dumb. It doesn't. I'm not saying I'm dumb. So I so I just I just logged out of the lesson. Cause I was I, I wasn't starting to do honestly because what was going on. So I just left then i slept for a bit then i enjoyed a discussion then as i was there it was nice for like 30 minutes and i slept off again so okay i was a bit tired i was a bit tired from the morning i was a bit tired from the morning because there was this question it was in a mock exam those questions you find that are on five pages that's one <laughs> with so much work to do question one question one honestly kills you from 
it just kills you from the when you see the white question one just know you're dead Ah, cause you read, and you read, and you read, and you read, and there's like no end to the fucking exam. There's no end, and you're in section A, and it's compulsory, and it's on like four fucking pages, and the notes are thick as fuck, and you have to get through all those notes in order to get anywhere. So now this one question, Namok exam, when he's going through it, when he finally gets to go through it in the class, oh my god. Not one note having like five mini notes in it that all have to be addressed. And I was so pissed. <laughs> I was so pissed. But he said that people didn't even attempt the question, of which you have to do number one in order to have like even a possibility of passing the paper. It's a must to do number one. You have to get like at least 25 out of 40 to have a chance of passing. yeah so the question he took four hours actually five he took five hours (laughs) because the lesson is five hours he took five hours going through question one and in the exam you have three hours to do four questions one of them being number one and you have to give one hour and 30 minutes to only one hour and 30 minutes to that question so sometimes when you look at the things eh, it gets overwhelming on an individual basis but i'm very interested in it though so i'm going to try and not be overwhelmed by how big and thick the number is hopefully there are some tips and tricks that i'll be able to transfer to my actual exam and seeing the fact that in the the first sitting of the year they said i'm not sporting in the first sitting of the year they said uh, they said consolidated accounts and business combinations they for number one then in then in uh, august they said they said cash flows which I honestly wasn't sure how to do. I was just calm thing the entire time. But it was honestly a fucking mock exam. Then, this time, I think they're going to say IS1. Of which I see what he was saying. When they said IS1, they said everything. Like, they said the whole fucking syllabus in one question. So, you have to struggle. You have to know everything in order to be able to attempt question one. Because it's the whole, like they set all the 40 standards there. In that one question, you find everything there. They give you 10 notes with two standards in each note. So you have to deal, like, pick and try and do everything. Then, of course, the final thing, the presentation and how to do it. And I think it's kind of worse if it comes with errors. But that's also another way that they can bring it. So, yeah. But it's overall, it's okay. Overall, because it's not something new. It's not new anymore. I'm kind of used to it. I just have to go do it. Yeah. If you have come this far, thank you for listening. I really appreciate your time. Thank you.